This episode of the Series A podcast is brought to you by the Blockchain Founders Fund. The Blockchain Founders Fund is a global entrepreneurship and investment fund that focuses on adding value to emerging technology and blockchain projects with real-world applications. The Blockchain Founders Fund supports seasoned and first-time entrepreneurs across the key business function with a hands-on intensive go-to-market venture program. Our second sponsor is SGI Partners based in New York City. SGI Partners is a private investment firm that pursues compelling investment opportunities in middle market businesses. SGI has a flexible mandate to invest across the capital structure in control-oriented investments, ranging from strategic financing to buyouts, allowing us to implement innovative investment strategies that preserve invested capital and mitigate risk while driving growth and creating value. As an, inv- as an advisor to SGI partners, I help identify investment targets in my geographical area. Now on to this fantastic new episode. Today I have the pleasure to talk with uh, Fred Yakovlev and Fred is managing partner at Startup Lab Fund based in Moscow. Uh, Fred, welcome to the Series A podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Why don't we start if you can uh, let us know a little bit about your background and your path to venture. And uh, then we can talk all about the Startup Lab Fund. Sure, it's a great plan. So I, uh, I started my career very far away from venture. So I had uh, two uh, businesses and they were very far away from something like technologies and ventures. So the first one was a vending machine chain and the second one was uh, um, gas station maintenance. So that, that is my roots. Well, excuse and, me, uh, what was the second one? gas station maintenance so we were okay. doing uh, cleaning uh, small repairs and etc so that was my, was my first two businesses and during my second businesses i attended the course about venture capital and it was my first uh, touch of this industry that i very liked it was very interesting it was very different what from what uh, i've been do- doing last uh, five years uh, but this this touch was very short around two months uh, and I um, went to a huge uh, corporation to work in uh, after it in KPMG and that was a place where I found my first uh, investors to start a lab so that's how I entered the industry so did you start startup lab yeah yeah i did um okay so together with my partners yeah okay so uh let me get this right so you were uh in your uh, second business which was uh, uh repairing uh maintenance for gas stations and how did you get yeah. introduced to venture capital i didn't get that uh, i think so I, I, I got bored with my second business after I, um, I tried the venture capital and I learned something about venture capital. So, and it took a very uh, small amount of my time, my second business. Uh, so I decided to go uh, somewhere which is a little bit closer to venture capital than I am now. So I went to KPMG 
and uh, you, you know this company of course so uh, that was a place uh, where i worked with different clients and uh, one of uh, the clients i worked with became a limited partner of uh, my venture fund so they had they uh, their fund of funds so the major fund and they were looking for uh, teams uh, that want to make something with uh, startups with uh, technologies and so on so i i uh, uh, gathered a little team and i came to them with the conception uh, concept of this uh, uh, of startup lab mm -hmm. well, like it was four years ago and uh, that's how we started okay so you got your first uh, seed money if we can say this uh, first limited partner uh, was your client because kpmg is uh, consulting uh, is that correct consulting company yeah okay um perhaps you can tell us a little bit about the general uh, venture capital landscape uh, in uh, moscow uh back in 2018 or now <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah that's a good question uh how are things right now uh so right now it's not very promising actually because of all this uh situation with ukraine because of war and um uh so it's uh very uh it's very messy right now so uh i think funds that are based in, in in russia in moscow and who has money in moscow so they uh don't invest those all they have problem their investments but those funds who funds uh, that uh were doing the operations outside of russia because i think uh most of them were working outside of russia of uh, cis region so they're doing well so they're investing actually investing uh, and if we are talking about uh, 2018, so it was a very promising time uh, because uh, venture market uh, was growing. Everybody, everyone was interested in this market, uh, and it was quite new because we have. Uh, um, uh, it was kind of stable time, and people are more likely to invest in uh, venture uh, startups uh, in uh, stable time that in the... and that was also the case up to some uh, a few months from uh, right now it was a more of a stable uh, situation yes yeah so uh, by uh, 2000 uh, 21st uh, in back uh, back uh, last year was the best year for venture capital in russia during the whole period so we have most of investment like in the whole world by the way so it was uh, trend uh, that uh, we had to so we had a lot of investments uh, so we uh, by ourselves we've made 10 investments uh, in uh, last year uh, all startup that we have invested in are based uh, outside of Russia so uh, outside of CS region we have uh, two startups from Belarus we have uh, one startup from Ukraine uh, one from Kazakhstan so it's very, very, very different countries that we invest from. Yeah. Um, so what, what's going on with these investments uh, currently? Uh, they're doing pretty well, actually. So we don't have uh, any 
problems right now because startups that uh, startup that we have invested they working in um, uh, mostly they work in retail sphere so um, and they're working in uh, more stable places uh, than uh, sales region right now so they're quite they're quite well we have uh, two startups from our first portfolio that uh, you know Mm, uh, that died during this period, but you know uh, the situation just accelerated the, their way to uh, their way to closing because um, it was very clear for everyone that they will close in one or two years. So uh, there was no surprise during this period. And you said you had invested in a startup in Ukraine. From uh, you know, the startup is from Portugal, but with Ukrainian founder. So yeah, okay. Um, so, um, are you are you the only? Uh, are you a solo partner? In a... oh, of course not. No, um, because I think it's a very it's not a very good tactic for uh, uh, any venture uh, for for any venture fund to have only one person making a decision. So I have uh, two partners. So three in total uh, so we make um, our decision the decisions together and uh, we need to uh, prove that our decision about investment is right and we all believe together in this startup yeah it's very important uh, in my opinion because you know uh, everyone if we take us separately so we all can be wrong uh, about industry, about some things we don't know, about things uh, that we even don't know that we don't know them. So when we have different people sitting on the board, different people but thinking in the same um, in the same um, uh, not only the same way, but you know they have this similar model of thinking but in different areas so so that is making a good uh, um uh, good decision making uh, machine uh why don't you tell us a little bit about the metrics of your fund uh, are you currently investing are you currently raising uh, what is the size of your fund and uh, how many startups do you have under your uh, portfolio Okay, I will I will start from the ending. So we have uh, thirty seven investments right now, uh, and uh, if we are talking about assets under management, so it's about uh, five, I think already eight million dollars for now. Uh, most of our investments were made from our uh, first model. So at the beginning we were working like an accelerator. So we invest 25 startups, uh, 26 startups as an accelerator, and 10 startups uh, when we closed accelerator and decided to make our new model of investment. Uh, so you started uh, as an accelerator, but also investing in the startups, and then you closed the accelerator. Yeah, so we started as a classic accelerator. So we just uh, uh, love the model of YC of 500 and etc uh, so for two years from 2018 to 2020 we have invested like an accelerator 
but when the COVID started, and it was quite a successful investment, by the way, because we were one, uh, we, we have invested in um, the Russian uh, version of uh, Gorillas of Gitir, uh hyper-local delivery in 15 minutes. And it was the second startup in the world uh, that uh, were opened in St. Petersburg in Russia. It's called Samakat. So we were uh, one of the first investors of this uh, startup. Uh, now it's, it's huge. They have, if I'm not mistaken, 2,000 dark stores or something like this. Uh, but we have already exited. So yeah, we started like accelerator. But when COVID started, we understood that we need to change the way we invest. And uh, we started investing more like a classic fund. But uh, we still wanted to do something for startups. So we understand that uh, we understood that we will not have a good funnel of startups and if we don't give additional value so we started helping them to uh, fundraise to fundraise in uh, the us in europe and uh, that worked so we have invested a small amount of money at the beginning and on the second stage we helped them to fundraise and just doubled this sum of investments of the investor so it was very uh successful model um and we helped to fundraise uh around three million dollars outside of for Russia, so in the us and it was a very cool result in one year so yeah so now you have uh, more than one limited partners is that correct uh actually we have you know, if we're talking about the structure, so we have three limited partners. So they have founded the fund of, of funds, so a major fund called Tiltech. And uh, this uh, major fund had uh, uh, seven funds inside, but now they have only two because only we have proven our model of investment and another fund. So, yeah, so we have legally, we have one uh, investor, it's called uh, uh, Tiltech. And uh, but we have three LPs and we know them, of course. And are you working under the uh, two and 20 standard uh, VC model? Uh, uh, we are getting to this model actually, but uh, we started from uh, the other way of working because actually at the beginning of uh, Startup Lab, nobody knew how VC works, so it was a uh, a big experiment and the, uh, our founders, our LPs, uh, they didn't want, um, they didn't want, uh, you know, some uh, team that already worked in VC world that understand how it works. They wanted to make something completely new. So uh, at the beginning, we didn't have this 220 model, but now we're getting closer to it. So now you are uh, charging for management fee, 2%? Uh, yes, yes. And uh, if you have an exit, you you charge 20% as a, as a carry? As carry, yeah. Is there any government funding or subsidy in uh, uh, Rosa for venture capital? Uh, yes, but not in our funds. So we were very careful about money we take so we understood we, we all we were always uh, we were always focusing on foreign markets 
So uh, from the very beginning, so we look for startups that uh, can work outside of CIS region. So, and we understood perfectly that uh, if uh, they have some government, government money, so it can be very, um, it's very, can be very harmful for them uh, in terms of fundraising for next rounds. So, no, we don't have uh, any government money or any sanction money in our fund. So your fund is eight million, and uh, what is the duration? Uh, we are evergreen fund. Okay, so uh, you're always uh, raising and exiting uh, positions. Is that uh, how you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the working model. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we are. And, and like, uh, what what is the largest uh, venture capital fund in uh, Russia? Hmm. It's a good question. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. Baring uh, Vostok. It's. Uh, I think it's already. Um, Series B fund. It's private equity fund actually. So, but they have a lot of uh, startups right now. Uh, they have invested. If we're talking about um, more VC fund, uh, so it's closer to VC. I think it's <laughs> maybe it's uh, IIDF. So it's. Um, uh, it's called IIDF. It's government-funded uh, fund. So not all money from government. Some of them from uh, government corporations. But we understand that it's government fund. But they made a lot and uh, they made a huge work. And they have very very good team inside. Uh, they if I think if there were no IIDF in, back in two thousand. 14, if I'm not mistaken, the venture uh, the venture industry looked completely different in Russia, and it would not be so developed as it is right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you were running the accelerator and you were investing in the most uh, promising startups, how much money were you investing? Uh, when we have like an accelerator, we have invested, I think, around fifty thousand uh, dollars per one uh, per one um, startup. Yeah, uh, and they had a three month program where we worked with them uh, in our office in in Moscow uh, every week. So they had an office space, they had uh, their own mentor, uh, and they received money. Yeah. And uh, how much equity did you take for uh, fifty thousand? Yeah, seven percent. Seven percent. Yeah, but uh, you should remember it was two thousand eighteen. So of course, uh, such terms were unreal. For example, back in twenty twenty one, already it's so you will never get share in any um, any worthy startup uh, last year. This money. So, uh, ballpark, what is uh, Series A right now in uh, Russia? What is, what is the valuation? Uh, I think the valuation in, you know, most of startups I work with uh, are um, 
located in, in not in Russia. For example, if we're talking about uh, Russian Series A, uh, they can have valuation about uh, three to five million dollars, and it could be a Series A investment. But of course, if we're talking about uh, startup that we have in, for example, in Germany, in uh, in the US, so they have valuation uh, twenty. 5 million euro, they can, can have $60 million valuation. So it's very different depending on location. Okay. Um, so what is the general thesis of your fund? Do you invest in uh, any kind of technology company? Uh, so we are investing in uh, startups with, um, you know, some, um, some advantage that others don't have. That can be technology, that can be a good uh, market expertise. And uh, we need to understand that we will be valuable for the startups. And our value is very simple. So we want to become a bridge between sales region and the whole world for them in terms of investment. So we don't help them to enter the market. So we, because we, uh, we haven't... Uh, uh, we were not we were not founders of startup that were entering the our other markets. So we understand how to build a network in venture industry. We understand how to fundraise. So, so we are helping them to fundraise outside of CIS region. So it's uh, the way how we became this bridge. And if they want some expertise of how to enter other markets, so we have people who already did it. And we just um, uh, we just connect them. Okay. Um, so you said in your uh, firm it's uh, three uh, three partners, and uh, what do do you have like a team of other people helping you or uh, fundraising or helping the startups? Uh, of course. So. Um have three partners we have um, uh, one uh, one uh, one senior analyst and uh, two uh, junior analysts and um, we are always taking some interns uh, to help us with the job it's a very good opportunity for them because there are no there, there is no so many opportunities to work in venture industry in uh, russia so um, but you know it's very compact but very uh, powerful and very um, effective team um of course okay. we have lawyers and so on but it's not about the investment analysis. Okay, why don't we talk a little bit more about the actual startups that you have under your uh, uh, umbrella? Uh, what kind of uh, solutions, what kind of uh, things do they do? Uh, what are the promising ones? Uh, how do they, they evolve after, after uh, you invest in them? Why don't you tell us some uh, nice... Uh, stories and also uh, some stories of failures so not all, all, only nice stories but also uh, stories of failures which is uh, part of the game of course so um <laughs> uh, let's start from 
I will start from failure. So I already told about one successful story. It's a story about uh, Samakat. It's called Samakat. It's uh, the uh, startup like uh, Gitir Gorillas, etc. Uh, but working in Moscow. So uh, at the same time, we have invested in a startup called uh, Zdelana uh, or done in, in, in English. So it was a startup. Uh, it was very, uh, it was very fancy actually because we came to their office. They were making the flats, um, uh, flat um, repairs and construction. So, uh, so you could choose uh, the design of your flat like you're choosing the design of your future car in the internet. So it was very. Uh, it was very uh, comfortable. It's really cool. So we were impressed by their office. We were impressed by the founder. We were impressed by everything. Uh, but uh, the only thing we closed our eyes on was their fin financial model, and it was very uh, clear for us that they cannot. Uh, they're very. Uh, they depend on rising new uh, round every six to eight months. And we didn't uh, understood that that is a problem. And uh, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> so at the same time, we invested in our most successful uh, startup for now. Uh, we invested in our first uh, startup that failed. Uh, and it made us um, look more on the financial side it's make, it can look very obvious, but when you see the model, if you see that uh, they understand how they will drive it to the profits, uh, you need to um, understand the level of how the founder can fundraise. So, and that there are models that, uh, you know, are good for such tactic. And there are uh, startup that are, um, not good for such tactic and that was uh, that wasn't the case so um we mostly invested in startups that are working in uh, retail sphere but you know we are like to describe ourselves like industry agnostic uh but as one of our lps it's uh founder of huge uh, retail uh, chain in uh, in Russia, so we invest more in retail technologies. So we have a quite a cool startup called Paycon. They're making the trolleys for uh, dark stores to um, uh, to speed up the process of gathering uh, goods. Um, it's a very cool one. It's working very successfully in uh, Moscow, and uh, and now they're uh, the team went to New York and they're trying trying to make their business over there. And it's very good uh, tactic, in my opinion. So the only way to build a business in the US is go to the US. I'm not uh, sure I understood exactly what they do. Can can you repeat? Well, that? They're making the computer uh, that uh, that is installed on the you know regular trolley, like in a supermarket, on a trolley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, first, what does this uh, computer do? Yeah, so you can, uh, in the first iteration, it was a trolley for the regular supermarket. So you could scan the goods you're putting in your, um, your trolley. Mm -hmm. And then uh, on, uh, on checkout, you just can um, 
pay in one second so you don't need to stand the queue and uh, you know um okay uh, yeah, making all, all goods but when COVID started and uh, the traffic to uh offline supermarkets uh decreased uh, they decided to make a little pivot uh, and make a trolley for dark stores so um, uh, people who gather your order, they could uh, gather not one order, but three in one time. And it speeded up um, this process. Um, and uh, everyone was, uh, every retailer they worked with uh, was impressed. So now they're trying to, um, to make their successful story in the US um very nice oh yeah it's this wild one we also invested in uh, two hyper local startups in uh, uh outside of russia so one is located in portugal uh it's called Bayro, and uh, one is located in vancouver it's called uh, tigi uh because uh, we were known um as an investor in this model and all startups that um all startups that we had they um the, 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 that was with russian founders or cs founders uh located all over the world they came to us and we picked in my opinion two best teams we could find and they are growing very fast and uh, we're very uh pleased with their results uh it's not are, a story are they, about exit for now, but... are the founders in your portfolio mostly what's the demographic are they mostly uh men women uh, what are the ages um i think the age is around 30 i think the middle age is around 30 so we have uh oh my god we have four or five female founders so one of the most successful is uh, called uh, You Travel Me. You Travel, it's called You Travel for the US market. So uh, You Travel is a um, uh, tour marketplace. So when you can uh, pick the whole experience you will have on the trip and it's really cool because you can have, I don't know, you're not going to uh, some, for example, let's take Baikal. So I'm not going to Baikal trying to find people with dogs and trying to get the rise on the dogs. So you're buying the whole experience with moving to Baikal with having these dogs with ho hotels and so on. Uh, it's now, uh, they're now, um, uh, they're now living, uh, the team is now living in San Francisco and they're building this, um, their successful story over there too um yeah but most of them of course are male founders oh, very nice um so um let's see um what what uh, what are the um things that uh, a startup has to do so that uh, you invest in them uh what what uh, what is your advice to founders that want to be funded by uh, the startup lab fund uh, a couple of things uh, because we invest when uh, they have only their first traction so we don't invest when they don't uh, they didn't make any uh, revenues 
So they should have uh, first revenue. They uh, should be on the market that well, they uh, they're focusing on. So I don't believe in businesses who try to build a business in Bangladesh being, I don't know, in Turkey or something like this. Uh, so they should be on the market they're focusing on uh, or have a plan how to move there in a short period of time. And the third thing is that they should know something uh, that other that others don't know. They should believe in something that others, uh, others don't believe. If we understand that they know this, um, uh, the secret, so it uh, it's much more likely that we will invest. And uh, I think the fourth thing, of course, is uh, the team. So they should have one and they should uh, have cool people in team because if they cannot attract cool people into their team, so how they want to attract customers, how they, do, they want to attract investors, I just um, uh, don't, don't understand because best startups who have invested, they had uh, just uh, five-star teams, yeah. Do you look at any projects uh, in blockchain or cryptocurrencies? Uh, not for now, because we don't understand it, uh, understand this industry a lot. And it's uh, a huge percent, uh, it's a huge percent of uh, scam startups in this uh, area. And we don't know how to um, understand which one of them is a scam startup. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, I, but I'm very, um, I, I believe in blockchain industry. But I think it's now in a period of uh, you know building. It's not the final version of what we see now. Yeah, and currently it's not doing that well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um okay so let's see um so how many successful exits did you did you mention that you have uh i'll say that we had one very successful exit and two a little bit less successful exits and uh, i think around four startups from our portfolio uh has closed uh but they made uh and other startups and even one of them they gave us the share in the new in his new startup because uh, he think that uh, we were very helpful in his first startup so i think he made the right decision and uh, one can see all your uh, uh, startups in in your website uh can you repeat the question please can um, in your website can anybody see your uh, the startups that you have invested in of course it's uh, on the website fund.startuplab.ru so you can um, check check out our startups i'm not sure that we have included all startups there and our last startups because we're a little bit lazy about that because we understood that uh, we have most of our startups from uh, uh, from the network, from word of mouth. So um, I think our five last investments were made from some, someone advice. And um, are these startups currently looking to hire people? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. This is an area we don't have them with. 
I won't be straight with it. So yeah, so uh, we have a big uh, community uh, chat in Telegram and they are asking for, they have some requests and we uh, share this information, but I'm not sure that they have some, um, some opportunities right now. So uh, how else do you help the startups? Um, apart from uh, finding money, giving them money? Um, actually, I hate answering this question to, for startups. Uh, and I'll explain why. I, I'll explain why. I think that uh, that's the question that any startup that want to raise money from somebody, he should ask from another startups from portfolio of this investor. Because in, all investors are saying the same, quite the same. And uh, the best way to find out what they're really doing with uh, what the help is, is talk with other startups. So it's uh, in, in our case, it's very um, case, case by case thing. So uh, we work with requests. So we have some uh, things that we are doing for all our startups and it's our uh, commodity. So you can use it. It's our network of investors. It's uh, our, uh, we are doing it by ourselves so we can write to investors we can make an introduction and we can help to buy uh, to make a pitch deck and uh, so on but all other things is very case by case so uh, we have a case where uh, we help uh, we have to uh, find the biggest client for our startup because we have a big network uh, here in russia so we helped with the uh, uh legal things will have very different things we don't let any request to just uh, sink and uh, disappear uh and uh, the other thing uh, is uh, that we are most fo more focused on helping our uh, champions than to those who are uh, in the end because uh, it uh, gives uh, much more um, returns on on our energy it's i'm not talking even about money but we understand that um some startups they just wasting connections you give them they're wasting the time you gave them so we are liking to help those who will be helpful to full yes that's a very good point uh fred i would like to thank you for uh, coming to the series a podcast and uh, good luck with uh, your investments Thank you, George. Thank you for having me. Nice to see you.